You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. What you got? Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers, welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. I'm so excited because guess what? Last week, I found out that the podcast is streaming in 30 different countries around the world. And I am so excited that you all are listening from every (laughs) continent. There is somebody on every continent listening to the podcast. And that just blows my mind thinking about how great God is and what he has done. So I'm super excited. And I just wanted to say thank you for all of you who are listening week after week, who are sharing the podcast, who are growing this Purpose Chaser community Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, before we jump into this week's episodes, just one more announcement. The free limiting beliefs webinar is taking place this week. That's right, this week, February 1st at 6 p.m. Eastern. So you might want be wondering, Shantae, what's limiting beliefs? And if you wanna know more detail about it, please go back to the episode I did a couple of weeks back on overcoming limiting beliefs. But if you feel like you may be holding yourself back from getting what you want in life, it's possible that you have core beliefs about yourself that is stopping you from getting what you want. And these beliefs come through childhood and specific life experiences. And that's a fact. And we all walk around with these limiting beliefs. The problem is limiting beliefs tend to linger in our subconscious mind. And if we don't know that they're there, then we can't overcome them. So I'm looking forward to teaching you how to overcome your limiting beliefs so that 2020 can be your best year yet. If you want to join us in the webinar, please, 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 Click the link in the show notes and join us. Join the rest of the Purpose Chaser community who are ready to have a different type of year, who are ready to see a change in 2020. Limiting beliefs not only make you feel bad about yourself, but they force you to live under your potential. And God has given you the power to conquer your limiting beliefs, according to Romans 12, 2. So let me teach you how by teaching you how to discredit your existing limiting beliefs and replace your old limiting beliefs with new empowering ones that are consistent with the results you want. Sign up in the link in the show notes to claim your free spot. Again, class starts February 1st, 2020 at 7 p.m. Eastern and class will be about an hour and I will be doing live Q&A and I I will be doing some hot seats so we can get to the bottom of your problem on this episode. So I hope to see you there on February 1st. Now, let's jump into this week's episode. You guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys. 
I have a special guest on this week's episode, and you are going to love her. You're going to love her book. So let me just hop into this bio so we can start the conversation. Marlena Banks is a creator of relevant faith-based resources that help forward-thinking Christian entrepreneurs execute their God-given big ideas. Her book, Big Idea Food, is a weekly devotional that serves up dope biblical insights specifically designed to nourish entrepreneurs along their journey in business. Since launching her book last year, she started sending out a free weekly email devotional to her audience, sharing encouraging content through her social media platforms, speaking at inspirational events, and working one-on-one with purpose-driven brands to launch their big ideas. Her ultimate mission is to evaluate the influence of more creators of faith so that together we can positively impact our world at the level God intended. You are going to enjoy this conversation with Marlena Banks. Trust me, get your headphones, turn up the volume and dig into this episode of the Pray Plan Slay podcast. Thanks for listening. Hey, Purpose Chasers, welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And I'm so excited because today I am not alone. I have in the guest chair with me Marlena Banks, the author of Big Idea Food. And you would have heard her bio beforehand, and you can see what an awesome woman she is. So this is about to be a really good conversation, and I'm excited to have you guys listening in and really hearing what God has put on her heart and her journey. Because let me tell you something. If you have not read this book or got this book uh, before we started this episode, I'm telling you halfway through this episode, you're going to pause and you're going to go on Amazon and you're going to be ordering copies of this book because it's so amazing. And I just want you guys to take it all in. So let's give a big purpose chaser. Welcome to Marlena. Marlena, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Shantae. I am so excited to be here. And hey, Pray, Plan, Slay listeners, what's up? <laughs> hey, girl, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, Marlena, I've just gone through your bio, but I want you to tell us something about you that's not in your bio. A fun fact. Tell us about who you are. Who am I? What's a fun fact? Um, let's see. Uh, one that your listeners might find funny. I'm actually doing this interview out of my closet. <laughs> my bedroom closet. It's my podcast interview room. I love it. I love I, it. I live next to an airport. And so that would not be welcome on podcast interviews. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the closet is always where it's at anyway. So yeah, right. we're welcome because some of you probably listen to us in your closet Anywho, so you're welcome <laughs> over here, wherever you are. I love it. I love it. But yep, I, you know, other than that, I live in Indianapolis. A lot of people think I live in Atlanta or New York because I'm always traveling. But no, yeah. I live in little old Indianapolis, Midwest. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, what? what's something fun? Oh, another fun thing. We were talking about this offline of our love for superhero movies. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> the Flash, girl, I am Marvel through and through. I love me some comic series. Me and my yeah. boyfriend watch every single movie as soon as they come out. So I'm definitely a little bit of a geek. Star Wars, all those things. Yes. Are 
very little facts about me. (laughs) I'm, you guys, I'm here saying somebody after my own heart because listen, the way I, I was telling Marlena before we came online. I love superhero movies. I love superhero series. I am the person in the movie at midnight when it's premiering because I just have to see it. Star Wars, everything. So to hear it from another woman and another black woman, it's always awesome because I'm like, yes, I'm not alone. (laughs) So we have that in common. And because of that, she's immediately immediately on the list of one of my favorite people who get me with the uh the geeky or nerdy side as they say <laughs> absolutely we're besties <laughs> like, from here on out we're besties that's Listen it that. <laughs> so marlena i want you to tell us a little bit about your journey and i really want to know how you came about your purpose or working in your purpose or building a purpose uh, purpose-based business because I like to use the word a purposepreneur when you're an entrepreneur, but you're an entrepreneur working in what God has called you to to do, which is exactly what you are. So I want to hear a little bit about the backstory of who you were before you became a serial entrepreneur and author. What led you to this this moment in time? Oh wow, that I don't know if we have enough time for that story, <laughs> but I will try to be brief. Because absolutely, I'll say, you know, when you ask what uh, led you to be in this purpose work, right? And I would have to say that doing the thing that God nudged me in my heart to do, and which was this book, right? So before writing the book, I, uh, I worked as a graphic designer, creative director. I've always been, since graduating college, I, you know, I, I did logos and things on the side and, and had my little hustle and that kind of grew into a little bit, you know, uh, bigger of a business where I just helped a lot of startups, mom and pop shops really build and develop their brands, which is super duper fun. And even in that work, I do believe that there was purpose in that. I, I believe everything that we do and that the when we're using the gifts that God has given us, that we can lift him up with them. So I would pray. I would pray over my, my designs. I would be like, Lord, when people look at these designs, Lord, let them just see you, your glory. Okay. Yeah. And girl, they would, they would. Like I would have clients tell me, girl, people are staring at my logos. I don't know what it is. And I'm like, I know what it is. <laughs> That's that Holy Ghost. It's that Jesus on them. But, um, <laughs> yep. So, you know, I, I worked several years, uh, you know, side hustling as a graphic designer, uh, came to a point in my sort of life, I don't know, maybe four years into it where, I started kind of, you know, it was kind of dwindling down. I actually had gotten a job in advertising and I had this whole idea that I was going to build my entrepreneurial empire while also building this massive career in advertising. Like, I don't know what I was thinking, but that made sense to me all those years ago. But, Mm -hmm. you know, what ended up happening is I worked in advertising and that just kind of sucked my soul away. And uh, it also you know, it, it took away time from working on my business. And there came a point where I was looking at, you know, I know I'm called to entrepreneurship. I know that I kind of took a wrong turn by going into advertising instead of staying the course by building my, my graphic design business as I knew the Lord wanted me to do, but I had to go get this dream job. 
And, you know, there came a point where I was looking at, okay, I know I'm supposed to be um, called to business. I know I'm supposed to be doing something here. And I I started to look at other business avenues uh, to pursue. And so, you know, there was all kinds of different ideas that I was exploring while I was working in the ad agency. And all of them sort of needed something for me to really flourish in them, something that I didn't have, (laughs) if you will. And so there came a point when I just felt a nudge from God to be like, okay, what do you have already in your hand that you can develop and put out there? And I'm like, well, you know, and and he kind of led me to take a strengths to do some inner like strengths finder assessments types type of things. And, you know, even when he asked me that question, I knew without a shadow of a doubt what the answer was. I'd always been a teacher. I've always been gifted in the gift of teaching. Um, been a youth minister at my church and just always been gifted to break down spiritual truths and nuggets. And I knew the word really well, um, just from growing in my relationship with God. And so like when he asked me that, I'm like, well, God, you know, the only thing I can do like behind my, you know, with my eyes closed (laughs) besides like graphic design is like, you know, teaching people the Bible, but I'm like, I don't, that's not a business. Like what, how, why would, you know, why would I try to build something out of that? And, you know, it took some time and some introspection, but he sort of started to bring me back to the journals that I had been writing over the years. I'm a huge journaler, huge, huge journaler. And in the process of building my business over these years, right, I had uh, received so much insight, inspiration from him, from Holy Spirit, helping me through ups and downs, hurdles, and all of those things. And I wrote them down. And for whatever reason, God's just like, okay, you have these journals. Don't you think some people could benefit from what's (laughs) in those journals? And I'm like, I mean, could they? And, you know, long story short, I started to kind of think about like, okay, if I wanted to share this wisdom, what would that look like? What format would it be? And I started to do some research and I saw a void really for a devotional specifically geared toward entrepreneurs and especially uh, from a woman of color, you know, in the voice of a woman of color. I mean, there was nothing out there at all when I looked and I thought, oh my God, like, this is, this is it. This is my, this is my thing. And as soon as I saw the void, it was just like, I immediately knew it was what I wanted to do. And I got to work. And that is how Big Idea Food was born. Wow. What a journey. What a journey. And I'm going to go back to some of the things that you were saying, but I was listening to you, you know, saying that you basically knew that you were called to entrepreneurship, but you still thought that you needed your quote unquote, dream job. And I, I, that really resonated with me because I know that a lot of the times, especially millennials in this, in this day and age where we are now, they taught us to go to school, get a degree, get this amazing job. And once we realize, hey, that amazing job isn't as amazing as I thought it was. And it's not, it's not because, you know, the job is any it's not that the job is bad. It's just who we're called to be is outside of the confines of a nine to five job or however long hour your job is. So you start getting a little uncomfortable. I'll put it that way. Mm -hmm. Uncomfortable in what you're doing at your nine to five. And I have to, even when I'm dealing with clients and I'm dealing with myself, basically have to look at the 
where I am and what I'm learning. So for you, you said, you know, you knew you were meant to be an entrepreneurship and you took a left and got your idea job from uh, your, your dream job. For me, I was going for my dream job and I had no, no, no thoughts of entrepreneurship. So it was the other way around. And then I remember being like maybe a month or two into working and thinking, this can't be life. And I was like, that's it. I'm ready to retire. This cannot be the schedule that I, I'm on. I was like, there's no way you're going to tell me the God that I serve has called me to eat, sleep, go to work, repeat. Like, I was like, there, there has to be more. So I started searching for what that, that, that was. And now that I'm in this place and when I'm talking to people, because you can come from both angles. You can know that you're called to entrepreneurship, but you feel like you need a consistent income. So you want a job. Or you can be in a job going, good Lord, Jesus, if you would just release me today. So I say all of that to say that no matter where you are, um, Purpose Chasers, on your journey, God's got you. Like he, He's very intentional about it because I know for me, there are some things that I needed to learn, some ways to speak, some connections that I need to make that, that required me some lives that I actually needed to change that required me to be in my job at the current moment. But I know everything is intentional. So even when you're at that job that you either think you need or you're starting to get a little bit uncomfortable, I adopt the mindset of what, what did I learn today? And sometimes it's hard because I'm like, these people, they're all X, Y, and Z. And this is just my internal ramblings. You know how you, you're like, I guess, venting to yourself in your mind because you're like, I can't say this out loud. So let me just, Lord, listen to me. These X, Y, and Z, Z, Z. But then I had to, I had to pull myself back and say, what did I learn from that experience? Because I'm sure even whilst you were in your quote unquote dream job, you still picked up some really good nuggets that you can apply to your life as an entrepreneur right now. Oh, absolutely. And that's definitely something that I'll encourage someone because maybe, you know, maybe you're in that job and you aren't sure if it's the thing or maybe you're like an entrepreneur, you know, wherever you are. But if you feel like you took a wrong turn, just like you said, God is so intentional. He will use whatever, you know, wherever you went and he will definitely shape you. So I can definitely attest to how uh, beneficial my job was, you know, the, the reasons that I went were justified. And I I do believe I got out of the experience a lot of professional tools and network that are, you know, still beneficial to me today. So absolutely, there's just, there's no waste at all in any part of the journey for sure. Definitely. So that really goes back to also mindset guys. And I talk about this all the time, but you definitely, no matter what, what, what point you are at in your journey, think about it if your mind is thinking negative thoughts, the experience for you will be negative. But if you go into your day saying, what, you know, Lord, what am I to learn today? Like, who am I to help? Why am I here? What do you want me to see? What am I absorbing that I didn't realize? And you kind of look at it like that, your whole, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Your whole demeanor will change to your situation and you'll start expecting 
quality learning nuggets every day walking into jo- your job and you'll be excited like, oh, I'm learning how to do payroll today. This is going to be good when I start my business, X, Y, and Z. Or I'm learning how to manage today. This is going to be good when I have to delegate once I start hiring employees. Just just learn from the situation you're, you are in. Another thing that I noted that you said was that you are an avid journaler. Tell yes. us about that because I am not. Oh, I am not. So I, and here's the thing. I hoard journals. I I hoard journals, but do I write in the journal? No. And one thing that I've, I've, I've coming to learn is that it's very important to record how you're feeling in the moments, um, what you've learned in that day, because we sometimes come so far that we, we kind of forget where we came from. And I would never forget a client said it to me. She was, I was having a a session with her and she just said, and I was telling her a bit, she asked me about my story and I was just like, yeah. So I was telling her the whole year that I didn't have a job and what I ended up doing. And then she remembered that she saw a post where I said this year I was able to buy everything that I need and invest $30,000 into myself and my business. And she was like, you're telling me in the space of two years, you went from no job to just buying what you need when you needed it. And I was like, I didn't even think about that. Like that went over my head, but it's good to um, take note of the journey. So tell me, I guess I want to know, were you always somebody who like journaled avidly and how did that help you when it came to writing your book? Oh, wow. I journaling has always been, my aunt was always a big journaler. Like she would show me, she has like cases and cases of old journals just from her life. And so I grew up, she was a big mentor of mine. She is a judge in Chicago. Um, and, you know, she's just someone who I've always looked up to. So I, I think seeing her example and then, you know, when you're, you know, back in my day, you know, I'm a little up there, but not really. But anyway, <laughs> I, uh, you know, you used to have a diary, right? In elementary school and stuff. Yeah. And I always had like this diary and I was like, Ooh, I'm going to write in it. And I never did, but it wasn't until college, I would say. And actually my boyfriend at the time for Christmas got me this really pretty journal. And I was in the midst of really rededicating my life to Christ at that time. And I wanted to use the journal. I don't remember. I must've gotten the idea from somewhere, but I wanted to use this journal to record things that I was grateful for every day as like a daily, just before I go to bed, just write down what I was thankful for and what God did that just, you know, was great. And so I started doing that. And over time, and this was while I was in school, but over time I started, the more that I started to do it, it was like the more God started like giving me all these ideas, right? And this is when the seeds of entrepreneurship were even being planted. So I would go from just journaling gratitude to journaling about like, oh, this is a cool idea. And oh, what if I did this? And I just started to kind of envision it was like God was really starting to, you know, pull back the curtain a little bit on who I was and who he was calling me to be. And, you know, that just kind of spiraled into the more I started to do, to journal, it's just an extremely cathartic exercise. And I would use my journal as a place to talk it out, uh, to pray and talk to God. Like it just started to be this place. And then, you know, there, there comes times in your life when you're just like, 
okay, wait, I just need to talk this out. So I just talk it out in my journal or you're just like, this was such a great day that I want to like go back and read this. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, experiencing being able, cause you know, after a while you, you build up several different journals. And so being able to go back and look through them and the experience that that provides and the learning that you get from that, that starts to reward your continued desire to, to journal. Right. Cause when you yeah. can go back and you learn, I mean, I just went back just recently through some journals, um, as I was preparing for 2020 and what I wanted to plan and do with the big idea food brand. And I got, I was reminded of ideas that I had that were way back, even before I wrote the book and that, you know, that kind of been on the back burner, but are like, now is the time to put them out there. And it was just like, oh my gosh, you know, if I hadn't written this stuff down, I don't know how I would have really come back across it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, just being able to share those experiences and like, there's so many things, you know, when you are in relationship with God and he be like, he be talking and it's like, I gotta write that down. Like, you know, it just, it'd be so good. And it's just, I need to keep this for myself, you know, and and the Holy Spirit is just so awesome. So, you know, over time, just writing those things down, um, that's really what became the basis of the book. You know, I went back through when I knew that I wanted to do a devotional. I knew I wanted it to have like, you know, short, quick devotions for our millennial short attention span. And I just went, I literally went back through my journals and I started pulling out what were the lessons. And I just dumped them all in this Google doc. And, you know, I built them out. Obviously they weren't written for a devotional format yet. They were written for, Hey journal, what's up? You know, Uh, you know, just being able to kind of go back through and then um, reorder everything. And that's really, they, the first book of Big Idea Food is literally born out of my journals, like no doubt. I I love that. And I'm going to make more of an effort so you guys can join in with me to um, journal. I know this year I have like this huge board where I'm recording all my 2020 wins because I need to know what God has done for me um, over, you know, over this 12 month period. But I also should be recording other things because on the off chance, I do find a journal that I did start to write in. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe X, Y, and Z, but then I fall off. So this year I will not fall off. I will get better at recording um, and journaling. So if you guys want to, you know, hold me accountable or you may want to <laughs> join me <laughs> in journaling and you know saying pick up the challenge and try to make sure that you start recording what you're feeling and talking to God through your journal definitely come on this this journey because you never know what God can do with your journals down the line okay and it's right. therapy it's free therapy girl like treat it as a self-care practice. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so, I cannot be a bigger champion and cheerleader for journaling than I am. Like, you must do it. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. Okay. So I just want to hop into this book because this devotional, you guys, it is so, it is helpful. It is to the point, but the style in which Marlena has written it, you guys you're not you're going to I have I have smiled I have laughed I have been like yes (laughs) during this whole like just reading through it so I'm really excited to talk about it and I'm gonna like pull out 
some sections, but obviously not everything because I want you to get the book for yourself so you can be blessed, okay? But one of the first things that I realized when I picked up the book, it's it's a beautiful book. It's yellow, so it's popping. But I opened the first, like the first devotional page and her titles for the devotion have gotten my life all the way together. Some have snatched my edges. Everything, it's just putting it all the way together. So the first one I read was, Behold, my gangsta. I was like, <laughs> yes, this is my book. This is my devotion. This is it. Because I just loved the realness of the conversation. It was basically, it felt like I was having devotional with God and a girlfriend at the same time. Like, do you know what the Bible says? Like, let me just check you in case you forgot about who you serve and who you are. Let me just check you in, in, in 2019 language in case King James, you know, is kind of shifting your mind a little bit. You don't know what he's trying to say. Let me just help it out. And like you said, you have the ability to teach and break down spiritual truths into nuggets. And this is surely what you did. So tell me about how you came up with just the titles because I mean, I, I mean, I was doing a photo shoot and I had this book with me and I remember just opening the page to take, um, to take the photo and the one, the page I opened to said, I get million dollar ideas daily. And I was like, yes, can that, you get a zoom up from the behind me? Because that is what I need in the moment. But tell me how you came up with like the titles for each devotion, each devotion. Yeah, so the concept behind the devotional, so I said I wanted it to be quick. I wanted it to be brief for our millennial minds. I wanted it to be aesthetically beautiful and attractive to our eye. Um, But then I also, because I'm a huge believer in affirmations and declaring you know, what are, what we want to see happen in our lives. The titles of the chapters are actually designed to be affirmations. They're designed to be things that you can speak out loud and just kind of be a mantra and, and take it and use it to in, empower yourself. Right. And you so- guys know how I feel about affirmations. I can't <laughs> say it enough. So, you know, I love this. I'm sorry. Continue. No, that that's it. So each of the chapters has a topic, right. And the title or the uh, corresponding affirmation is really meant to sort of just capture the spirit behind what that um, devotion is really encouraging you to believe, to think, to think differently, and just giving you something tangible to hold on to and take with you, right? That's, mm-hmm. that is really super simple. Um, and I feel like a lot of people, I'm glad you asked that question because I feel like it's not really evident, even in my newsletters that I send out every um, week now that send out a fresh new devotional every Tuesday. I, um, the email subject lines are typically affirmations as well. Mm -hmm. And so I really want to give people a chance to create uh, mantras from the material. I love it. I love it. Like, okay. So I just, I just opened the book to the next, I just opened it. Right. So one of the, the mantras the affirmations is I'm about to show off and I love it because exactly that's the mood it gives me. It gives me a, but then there's also scripture to back my a up. Also I, the first, um, the first sentence references wonder woman. So I'm like, yes, Lord, what are you speaking to me through wonder woman? God, (laughs) but, um, it, I really, really, really enjoyed it because there is so many lessons. So, on each page, there's an affirmation. 
there's a bit you know of a devotional and then there is the scripture that backs it up because there's nothing like feeling a hundred percent like you are who God has created you to be and you're bold and you're confident and you are feeling that way in who you are at the moment but you also have scripture to to back it up because it's like you can't tell me nothing once you know that God said it because he said what he said and that's it and I I love that because too many times I find that we tend to cower into who into the box that society has created for us because they feel like, oh, you know, you should be meek. You may not want, you may not want to go for that. That might be a little bit too much. Aren't you just happy with good enough? And I'm happy that I can look at scripture and say, I'm not happy with good enough because God promised me more. Like he promised me abundance. So why would abundance? So why would I want, why would I want anything less than that? So it's always good, you guys, to have some scripture to back up your confidence and your authority because it, it is such a, a, I don't even know how to describe that feeling. Can you describe that feeling? <laughs> no, it's real. The word is fuel. That's why I called it big idea food because yeah. it's food for your spirit. I want it to energize your whole entire being so that when you, by the time you get done, you are ready to run through a troop, okay, leap over a wall, like that scripture says in the, the devotion that you pulled out. Yeah. That is in God's word, because that's that's where the power is, right? I've, mm-hmm. been, I've been really big into developing my affirmations based on scripture, right? So my daily things that I'm speaking over myself are all built from actual scriptures that I'm flipping and turning to to put myself in the word. And girl, I'm telling you, it has been lighting my days on fire. Okay. There is so much power in God's word. And, you know, there's, it's, it's great to, to do affirmations. It's great to read positive things, but when you combine it with the word of God, it's like, it's, it's just power. It's like a jet fuel engine. I'm about to just shoot and go to the moon. Okay. Listen, and that is the truth. And today I was reading a book that was basically because the way the brain works and our mindset and our thoughts and how it affects affects who we are is really something that really, really interests me. And I'm right now do my, doing my doctorate in Christian counseling, which is a combination of what psychology actually teaches you about the mind and who you are combined with God's word. So it's not just, it's, it's both, it's science and biblical, but the book that I was reading today was telling me that the Bible says it, but also scientifically, the way you think changes how you are. It, it, it changes the way your brain is wired and you were naturally born to have good thoughts. Like that's how you were made. That's your innate response. So anything, any negativity that comes on you has been learned. And if you can learn to be negative, you can, you know, unlearn <laughs> how to be, how to be negative yeah. and go back to your default setting. So it's so important that you speak life over yourself. And what better way to speak life over yourself than through the word of God? Because the word doesn't lie. So if God said that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, you are. If he's promised you abundance, then that's what you're going to get. Is If the Bible says that, you know, my house, my father is rich in houses and land, then it's fine for you to want houses and land. You don't have to say, oh, well, you know, this is just something I'm doing on the side and you don't have to pay me. No, charge what you're worth. 
I remember a friend of mine brought to my attention a scripture where I, I can't remember who it was. Was it Abraham? Was uh, going to get a piece of land and they were basically trying to give him the land. And he was like, no, I want to pay for it because it has value. And that's the same thing I feel like as entrepreneurs, we should we shouldn't be giving everything away for free. Yes, we have the ability to help and to volunteer and do so as the Lord leads, but it doesn't mean that you have to slave over a business that turns into volunteer work for you because you're not supposed to be in lack. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. There, you, gosh, there's so many layers to what you just (laughs) said, girl. I can't, where do I even begin? But something that has been really strong in my spirit lately, just around business is, you know, I, I could charge low cheap prices because, you know, I'm trying to help a sister out or whatever the Mm -hmm. case is. But in reality, I'm not helping you out. Right. I need to, I need to give you a, a, a place to kind of reach out to, right? Challenge you and push yourself, right? Because if I don't do that, I'm doing you a disservice. So you have that, and I'm doing myself, a, I mean, we've already touched on the fact that you're doing your own self a disservice, mm-hmm. but you think you're helping people by giving them a cheaper price or downgrading the value that you offer to them when in reality, you're really just going to end up giving them less than what you truly have to offer and what they are going to get the most benefit out of. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm a huge believer. God wants us to be prosperous. It's written all over. All his over. There's no question about it. And so I, I get so tired of this Mm-mm. fake humility. Like I'm going to be poor. Like that is nothing but a lie from the pit. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's like, no, God it has called us to do great and mighty works in this earth and money and wealth is a requirement for that. How are people going to pay attention to your God? Right. And you can't even meet their basic needs because you broke too. Like, no, that's not a good look. And nobody cares about your God if he can't care about their individual, you know, provisional needs. So no, we have to put that. I hope, Oh, I hope if anybody is listening today, if anybody, if you are stuck in that lie, we need to leave that in 2019. God wants us to get this coin. Okay. Because it's all at the end of the day, it's about souls, right? Bringing souls into the kingdom. And how Mm -hmm. can we truly do that on a massive level without building wealth and, and, and wealth in our own lives i mean period. you know what i I mean mean, like period and um we we talked about this on an episode i think it was the episode that was entitled do the work before when i was saying to you guys you know you can't be talking about how great of a god you have and you ain't got no receipts what what i look like trying to serve the god that you have if you're always broke begging destitute and all of that no there needs to be some receipts like and i have and you guys know i and i'm not sure if Marlena is aware of this, but I go around saying that I'm a multi-billion dollar business owner because that's what I am. And I'll say it without any hesitation. I don't care what you think. I don't care if you think it's funny. That's who I am, period. And I know that I can help grow the kingdom in the way that I am purposed to on a broke budget. Like that's, that's not even, that's not it for my life. I mean, last year I was saying that I gave out two 1,000 scholarships and scholarships are something that are, it's really near and dear to my heart because that's how I made it through school. This year, when I was talking to my mom about it, I was like, all right, so last year, two $1,000 scholarships, that was great because I was like six months into business and I'm like, I don't care how much I have. Some of it needs to be given. And this year, I'm like, I want to do seven $5,000 scholarships. And her response was like, wait, 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 
want, don't you just want to ease your way into it? I said, no, if God has called me to expand his kingdom and he's given me this, this basically something that seems greater than a grandiose idea is listen, if it's his idea, he's got the bill, he'll sort it out. Like, this is what he's laid on my heart. I don't know where it's coming from, but he'll sort it out, whether it's sending clients to me, whatever way he'll have to sort it out it will happen. So I was like, I really, I want to do seven, but Lord, if you want to do 10, let's do 10. I'm about giving $50,000 away to help people pay for school. But I, I think like that all the time, because when people tell us as Christians, you know, that poor meek, false humility thing, it always bothers me. And I'm always like, listen, I, I'm not a mother, but I'm putting people's kids through school. Like I can't do that (laughs) on this broke budget. I can't, I have wanted to open an orphanage since I was like three or four. Who wants that? Like what child wants that? I do. So how am I going to do it on a broke budget? Like I need you guys to understand that it is okay to charge for your services. It's okay to charge your worth. And this friends and family discount is not it for your life. Okay. It's not. You can't because everybody and their mama can be your friend and family all of a sudden. And then you're struggling. God doesn't want that for you. And also the Bible says that Um, Where your money is, your heart is. So if somebody's coming to you for a service that they didn't pay for, their attitude towards the service you're giving them is completely different. Let me tell you, my, my VIP clients pay coin to work with me. And guess what? They all do the work. Not one of them comes with a lackadaisical uh, idea of what we're going to do today because I just dropped coin to work. I'm, I'm like, I'm spending my money, so I'm going to focus. I remember one of my clients said, you know what I'm doing? I'm working through this right now. Can you help me with this? I'm doing this because I gave her bonus stuff to do. And she was so on point. And she said, I said to myself, if I spend this money, I'm going to show up and do it. So if people think you're, everything you give them is for free, their attitude completely changes. They're just like, oh, you have a little... A little thing. Oh, that's a little cute. I don't even know how to describe it. And another way I can relate that to is I remember doing my first course and my first course, I priced it at $500 and I gave a testimonial at church about how I, I sold my first, um, my first seat in my first course. And I was just super excited for the Lord. Like, yay, this business. I'm like so excited. Look what God could do. He could make a way. Like I'm, I'm vibing off of this $500, right? And I remember people coming up to me afterwards, somebody coming up to me afterwards, and she was like, oh, I was just wondering, like, people were talking. They wanted to know what you were charging for $500. And I was like, a, a course. Because they wanted to know what all that was. And I was like, I had to immediately pull myself from that situation because I was like, $500 is not, listen, <laughs> it is not that much for what I am offering. And that was entry level, technically, off prices. So when I had to really come into alignment with who I am, what I have to offer and the difference it can make in your life, thank God that God gave me the grace and the intelligence to do that and help people. Then I felt more comfortable charging what I was worth. Absolutely. And I want you guys to feel comfortable doing that as well. And I know some of my listeners are in the beginning stages of your entrepreneurship journey, and you're afraid at this point to charge what you're worth. But listen to us. We're telling you that it is okay. The Bible is telling you that it's okay. So that really should be the only person you need to listen to, God. But it is okay. The people that God has for you business-wise are for you. If they can't, if they don't, Cause not every client that comes to you is your client. And that's the whole nother 
that part. I have to do that. That is a whole nother episode, but not everything, every opportunity that comes to you is a God idea. It may look good on paper, but if God says, no, you have to let it go. I don't care how many coins they want to give you. If God says, no, you let it go. Um, Ooh, that rhymed. (laughs) 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 But uh, it's, 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 it's so important for you to basically be go back full half circle to affirm yourself and affirm yourself with the word of the Lord. And you can change your affirmations. Like you don't have to uh, quote the scripture, but just know the scripture behind it. So you can say, I'm about to show off like, like it said in Psalms 18, 28 to 29, or you can quote the scripture, whatever works for you. But I don't want you to have any excuse as to why you can't do this. Like no excuse. So if you combine this one scripture into one sentence to make sure you say it, I want you to make sure that you say it. Amen. The world is just not going to be served by you continuing to think small. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. Nope. It is not. So tell me about how life has been for you since you've put out this book. Hmm. Yeah, it's been very amazing, right? Walking, finally, so putting out the book, I thought that it was just going to be a book that I did and then I get back to some other thing in business. And after writing it, putting it out there, receiving the response, it, you know, my mindset around the book completely changed and I was clearer than I had ever been about oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm tapped into my purpose. Like this is part of my purpose and that in and of itself, when you've been trying to tap in to your purpose for so long, you know, at this point, it's been maybe about 10 years since graduating school. And, you know, you go through that stage of like, what am I here for? What am I supposed to be doing? And like to finally be setting foot on that. I mean, the most amazing feeling ever. And so, you know, launching the book was a dream. The reception that it's gotten was a dream. I'll never forget my very first speaking engagement after putting the book out there and getting to connect with people in person around this concept and hearing people tell me like, I've been waiting for this. I literally was just saying, I don't, where is a book like this? And here you came up with this and, you know, hearing the stories too, people telling me, Hey, like reading this book helped me like get over the paralyzing fear from starting my graphic design business, Mm -hmm. or you have helped me actually invite God into my daily routine more than I've ever done in the past and, and, and infuse God into my business. And I mean, there's just nothing like that. There's just no feeling like actually walking in your purpose. So, so I'll say, you know, that has been tremendous for my life. Um, just from the standpoint of having that, that void, right. Cause until you really feel like you've settled into your purpose, it can feel like there's a void mm-hmm. and, um, that void is filled for me now. And, and I just want to encourage anyone who is feeling like, where is it? What, how am I going to get there? I'm telling you, if God is nudging you even to do a silly thing like that, you just don't think makes any sense at all. Like, it just is like, why do I need to do this? Like, I'm telling you just do the thing because you will be so surprised at what he will do with a <laughs> little seed. Like 
I'm telling you, I did not think this, I, I, I knew this book was needed and it, it was big in my mind, but I didn't, I hadn't even wrapped my head around the, <laughs> the power that this book held for me. So I, I mean, you just have to know that, yes, you do have a purpose. Yes, there is something big that God wants you to do and put out into the world. And there's something he's placed in you that other people need. And so I just encourage you to, to listen, get present, get quiet with him. If you're searching right now for what that thing is, get quiet. Do some journaling, okay? <laughs> do, some <laughs> do some journaling. Do some journaling. Do some spiritual gifts assessments. Like pay attention to even the tiniest little thing. I say this in um, one of my devotionals too about don't sleep on your little oil. And I'm talking about that scripture back in the Old Testament where the widow is like in debt. Yeah. And, you know, Elijah, the prophet is like, okay, what you got in your house? And she's like, I ain't got nothing in my house. And uh, she's like, well, okay, I guess I got this little oil. And he's mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. We can work with that. And that little oil was able to pay off all her debts and allow mm -hmm. her and her family to live on for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. But it was just a little piece of oil that she thought was insignificant. And in reality, it was the game changer. And so I just really want to encourage you, you know, to, to, not sleep on the little gifts, the little business idea. I don't care if you are, I don't know, doing hair. I don't care if you are mm -hmm. making jewelry, like God can use that thing. Okay. That's me writing this book has shown me God can, and he can use it to make a business out of it. Like I didn't yeah. see a business, you know, at that point of writing the book, right? I, now I see a full brand. I see a whole company. I see the, the million and billion dollar vision. Okay. Yes, honey. But I didn't see that at first, but it took me giving God that first yes, right? Giving him that first, okay, I'll do this. I'll write this book or whatever. And then it's like, okay, now I'm gonna show you another step. And okay, now I'm gonna say yes. And now I'm gonna reveal another step. And so it's just, it's just a beautiful place to be, girl. I'm, I'm so blessed. I was working nine to five. I just left my job last um, May. So it'll be here in May, which is crazy. And I mean, that's been a whole nother journey. Um, but just, I mean, we have to have a whole nother podcast interview just to talk about that but uh but yeah it's it's just been amazing and I'm just so excited to continue building this concept and uh in full knowledge that God has he is invested in the success of his entrepreneurs I believe he has called his people entrepreneurs are called just like pastors preachers mm -hmm. teachers evangelists prophets entrepreneurs are part of the sixfold ministry okay and i'm ready now oh listen like your business is important in the kingdom and i tr i really believe he's called me to to call those empires and those businesses out of his people and and let them know that he's invested in their success that is that is so true and one thing i like to remind people that jesus was a businessman like he had a carpentry business and his oh. disciples were also business people. So if, if God surrounded himself with a bunch, you know, was a businessman and surrounded himself with a bunch of business people to, to go out into the marketplace. Cause that's where the ministry is. Like, yes, the pastors are touching the sheep in the house and things like that. But as entrepreneurs, you are bringing your anointing to different areas of life. And sometimes people don't even expect that from you. Like somebody could be coming to you for graphic design. And like you said, not realize that they got an anointed design back. <laughs> right. I, have, I have a friend who is so anointed 
as an architect and with interior design that I have full faith and confidence that once I finish telling her what is kind of in my mind, she pulls it out and presents it so beautifully. And I'm like, how did you do that? It's the anointing. Your anointing, anointing is needed anywhere God sends you. So say that, take that first. Yes. Whatever you might think is, you know, to you, it seems small or you just think like, Oh, everybody does that. Or, Oh, that's just a hobby. Listen, tune in to God journal. Okay. Ask God what he's saying about what it is that you, you are to do for the kingdom. Cause you will be surprised what he can do with a book, what he can do with a girl who likes to talk a lot, what he can do with, you know, somebody who's just starting out doing t-shirts you will be surprised. He sees the greater picture. He sees where your ministry is going. I would have never imagined that my po- that this podcast would be in 24 countries. I would never have imagined that in my life. But here I am, what, four months in, 24 countries, six continents. God just needs that yes. Like he just needs, all right, you ready? Because I've been, I, listen, he's over there. Like I've been waiting, I've, I made you. I have been waiting. Are you ready yet? No, you're not ready. Okay, cool. Because he's not going to pressure you. That's not the type of God he is. He's just going to be like, are you ready yet? Oh, you ready? Okay, it's about to be lit. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. So you just have to be ready and willing to um, move with him. But Marlena, we are just so, well, I am. I'm going to speak for myself. I'm saying we. I know they're happy because I know how they are when they message me. Like, is a new episode coming today? You're taking long, like it's eight o'clock. I'm like, give me a second. It's eight o'clock in the morning. I'm coming. I'm coming, sis. So I know how they are, but I just want to thank you so much because you shared so many gems. And of course your book is a gem. And what I'm going to do is that if you listen to this episode and you post what you learned from this episode, your biggest takeaway, and you tag me in and you tag Marlena in, Marlena in, I will do a giveaway. Your name will be entered into, uh, I'll probably find some system on Google or put it in a hat or a bucket. I've done that before. And I'm going to do a giveaway because I really want you to be blessed with this book. So Marlena, can you just tell them where they can find you on Instagram, social media, and the places where they can get your book. Yes. So I am on Instagram all the time working on it. I'm re- like trying not to be addicted, but anyway, <laughs> at Marina Banks, uh, Big Idea Food is also on Instagram at Big Idea Food. You can learn more about the brand and what's going on at BigIdeaFood.com. There, I also encourage you to subscribe to yeah. my newsletter. I send a fresh new devotional out every single Tuesday. So even if you're not ready to purchase the book yet, even though you should, um, you can get a little bit of a taste of the material every single Tuesday. And I do, I'm doing a lot of awesome things. If you are a Christian entrepreneur looking for more things to help you along your entrepreneurial journey, definitely subscribe because I'm doing a lot of special things there that I'm not even sharing on social. So um, those are the places you can find me. Please reach out. I love hollering at you in the DM. So let me know if you heard this episode. Say, hey, I would love to chat with you. 
Okay, guys, you heard it from her. Make sure you go and you follow her. Join her newsletter, okay? She said every Tuesday. So that means every Tuesday you can get a new podcast episode from me and a new devotional from her. You can get your life together on a Tuesday, okay? So I need you to quickly hop on, follow her on social media, um, subscribe to her mailing list, get the book, okay? get the book and for those of you who want to enter to win don't forget to post about your biggest takeaway from this episode and please guys um because the last time you all seemed to miss the post part and decided you are all going to dm me your entries no you're gonna have to post it on social media tag me in at shantae sapphire or at pray plan say podcast tag marlena in at marlena banks or Big Idea Food. Just tag us both so we can both see it and your name will be entered, okay? So with that being said, thank you for listening to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slate podcast. We hope that you have been blessed by our conversation. Go forth and do great things. Go forth in your confidence, your authority, and claim what God has for you. And of course, cop the book. All right, guys, I'll talk to you later. Bye.